to week three of the Gundam Wing Group Watch, presented by Toonami Faithful. I am your host, Sketch, and I surrender, but I do not surrender the Gundams. And I'm joined by... Hey everyone, it's VLRGDZ here, and my hands are stained with too much blood. Yeah. He can't lead a pacifist nation. It's... I'm sorry. It's... Can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. Okay, well, there are some big things that happened in this allotment of episodes. Uh, those being Episode 7, Scenario for Bloodshed. Episode 8, The Trey's Assassination. Episode 9, Portrait of a Ruined Country. Episode 10, Hero, Distracted by Defeat. And Episode 11, The Whereabouts of Happiness. So let's get right on into it. You, you may have noticed by now that the Gundams seem to kind of have the edge on Oz regarding information. And now Oz has caught on to this, and they're going to start feeding them incorrect information so that they can, you know, entrap them in a situation that is uh, more to their benefit. And in that case... We have, in the scenario for Bloodshed, all five of the Gundams have gathered at the new Edwards base because they have been led to believe that that is where Trace Kushmanada and other key members of Oz will be participating in a meeting. And they are storming that facility in order to take them all out at once. Now... Some of them are a little uneasy about all of this happening, but they kind of just roll with it. And unfortunately for them, they do walk into a trap. Not only because they are fairly uh, overwhelmed by the amount of uh, mobile suits that they have to face in this particular New Edwards base, but also because... They find themselves being used as puppets by Trey's Kushranana, that clever devil. Right after uh, General no uh, Marshal Noventa uh, really rallies for them to start beginning peace talks with the colonies and you know, try to talk it out and come to an agreement. The Gundams are fooled into attacking the carrier that is carrying all of the pacifists of the United Sphere Alliance, rather than Oz soldiers. They somehow managed to make the situation worse. Considerably. Considerably worse. I love how, like, smug Hero is after he, like, blows up the plane, too. He's like, mission Mission's accomplished. Man, yeah. that boy sure loves to accomplish a mission. <laughs> Even though he keeps failing to accomplish it. Most of the time, yeah. <laughs> uh, along with that, uh, the one survivor from this meeting, well, he didn't survive very long, but uh, General Septim is conned into making a declaration of war on the colonies right before Lydia does that great moment where she opens up 
the carrier hatch. He falls out, and she shoots him right in the head. Oh, nice shot. But, man, I mean, that's that's too iconic. <laughs> we won't be needing you any further. What? Uh, yeah, I mean, that shot to the head is, like, 100% unnecessary because he would have died anyways. But, like, hey, it's thorough. badass. Gotta be thorough. <laughs> yeah, you gotta make sure. Rule of cool. She even says, gotta make sure that there's no blood stains." <laughs> There would still be blood stains. Well, not, not in the plane. It's well, that's true. That, that's a fair point. That's all she cares about. <clears throat> so after Hero's feeling real good about what he just did, Wu Fei shows up and is like, "Aren't you guys all tired of these meaningless battles?" And it's like, "Yeah, you're saying that, Wu Fei." <laughs> well, it turns out. At least Wu Fei is aware of the fact that they just got duped into killing the pacifists. And uh, Hero realizes what he's done and uh, cue the Linkin Park music. <laughs> Naturally, the uh, Gundams are pretty uh, tore up about the whole situation. And uh, did I mention, I, did, I didn't mention that. Uh, they kind of showed up in groups, so Duo and Hero showed up, and then Ketra and Troa showed up. And, of course, they're like, are those new Ozmobile suits? Let's get them! <laughs> like, no, you're fighting the same enemy. Gosh, guys, come on. But we gotta collect them all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Troa... He fires off missiles and there's a bit of friendly fire. <laughs> and Duo doesn't take that one standing down. But, uh, yeah, yet another scuffle between Gundam violence, though that does become quite less frequent after this point because they're all like, oh, so we're all, you know, kind of trying to do this mission together. Huh, okay. Maybe we should work together. It's an idea. Yes. So if you uh, were loving the, the duo and hero pairing and the Catra and Troa pairing, I'm sorry. We got to switch things up a little bit as uh, Wufei and Troa steal some carriers to go crash into the uh, ships where Trey's Kushranata is as Wufei tries to kill Trey's. Uh, meanwhile... Lady Un has told the Oz troops at the New Edwards base to remotely detonate uh, some missiles. Yeah, they were missiles, and you just needed to self-detonate one of them, and then the rest of them would go off, destroying the base, because she really wants to get rid of them Gundams, regardless of the collateral damage. Or maybe along with the collateral damage. I don't know. That lady's crazy. <clears throat> she certainly is. And uh, Sally, uh, Major Sally, shows up to try and stop these guys who are also quite clearly crazy. But it's a little too late for that. And she's like, well, I bet Hero could do it. 
And uh, I, I guess he can. <laughs> so after he has a bit of time where he's just kind of totally out of it and Duo and Catra have to defend his Gundam because he's not moving an inch. Apparently just calling out to Hero is Pavlovic. <laughs> you call out his name and he'll do whatever you want. So he goes and gets into the base. It's cool how he like cuts a hole in there and then separates it and then jumps down there as a grappling hook because this guy thinks he's Batman. <laughs> and then he makes his way to where the uh, detonator is and pulls open the bars. This gets pretty strong. <laughs> and manages to stop it in just the nick of time. <clears throat> Meanwhile, Troa and Wu Fei have crashed their carriers into the fleet, and uh, the heavy arms is doing work against the Leos on top of the ship. And Lydion's like, push him into the sea, get him with the cancers. And uh, they don't do it immediately, and then she's like, what did I just tell you? You don't need to give me an update. Do the thing I told you. And they finally did it. And they knock him into the sea. But uh, bad news for them, it's not going to do them any good. Troa can handle them just fine underwater. And Wu Fei appears in his Gundam and gets towards Trey's ship. And Lady Gun wants to stop that. So they put some wings and rockets on a standard Leo that'll get her to that destination. It's kind of a shame that that upgrade is just instantly used and then instantly gone. <laughs> but I gotta say, she does a really good job fighting in a Leo. It's just too bad that her mobile suit was not nearly strong enough to deal with a Gundam. <laughs> but uh, A for effort, I guess. <laughs> But Trace puts an end to this fight before it gets any nastier by calling Wu Fei to a challenge. And Wu Fei gladly accepts because he just keeps a sword with him. I guess. Yeah, I was like, wait, what? Where'd he get that from? He's Asian. Don't question it. <laughs> well, okay then. Uh, I mean, there's a lot to be said. Portrays Kushranana, but when he just stands there as a Gundam busts through his window and he's just completely poised. Just like, oh, hello there. Ah, <laughs> uh, we finally meet. <laughs> and then it's time to d -d 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 get a better joke. Uh, <clears throat> they have themselves a duel and I really appreciate the uh, the sword fighting aspect here. It was uh, it was pretty cool. Wufei was jumping all around, and Trace just sidesteps him, and whoop, it's over. <laughs> Which goes to show that sometimes the least movement is what you need. <laughs> and I have to ask this question because Trace was clearly a fencer. Would Hero have done any better? Maybe. Maybe. I mean, we did see Hero fence a little bit in like yeah, that's what the I early mean. episodes. 
Of course, that guy was a total schlub, so, I mean, it doesn't really prove anything. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe maybe Hero should have been the one to do the sword duel. But uh, for character growth reasons, it was it was Wu Fei. And uh, Wu Fei loses, and uh, he's pretty beat up about it. It really makes you wonder, though. Why did Wu Fei even bother to fence him in the first place? Why didn't he just shoot him with his Gundam? <clears throat> well, they're both men of honor. I guess. Apparently. To an extent. I don't know. But at the end there, Trace is like, you know, I'd like to have a rematch with him, perhaps in a mobile suit next time. Ooh, wouldn't that be interesting? <clears throat> wouldn't that be interesting? So, <laughs> this seems so good. Ufei just walks off the ship in his Gundam into the water. And Tro is fighting the cancers, and he looks over and is like, did that guy actually finish his mission? Oh, I understand. We won't talk about it. At first I thought he was, like, drowning himself, and I'm like, wait, what What are you doing there, Wu Fei? Nope, just sinking to the depths in sadness. You do you, man. You do you. Yeah. All right, well, it's finally time for the uh, tall geese to uh, join the ranks. And Zex retrieves the tall geese from, the, from Otto, who was the test pilot for it. Otto shows up really banged up and is like, don't tell him how hurt I am. <laughs> you shut up. <laughs> Tells him how the uh, the Vernier engine that it really does a number on the pilot and how he has uh, almost died being the test pilot for it. And Zex is like, oh, all right then. <laughs> Sounds like a fun thing to operate. Completely <laughs> safe. Yeah. <laughs> no one's not so sure though but Zex is like you know that I'm willing to challenge myself to pilot this mobile suit it's just the way I am <clears throat> and he decides on his uh, <laughs> test drive that he wants to go attack the remains of the Sink Kingdom where an alliance army has been for a while <clears throat> And the base there is fairly well fortified. But the tall geese could definitely get the job done if the pilot could handle it. And at this point, even Zex cannot handle it. He gets so close to dive bombing the base and he has to pull back because he realizes in, I swear this is supposed to be a nod to, uh, <laughs> I almost say coordinators, new types. <laughs> A nod to being a new type that Zex is like, I'm going to die if I do this. So he pulls out and he is pretty badly banged up, lucky to be alive, but he's very determined to get back out there after recuperating just a little bit. But Otto decides 
and now understands that most of the Gundam pilots are going on suicide missions. So in order to fight the Gundams, you have to be willing to go that distance. He decides to take the tall geese, which he has piloted before, and uh, go attack the Saint Kingdom for the glory of King Zex. Otto is such a Zex stan, I can't even... <laughs> he, he is a massive Zex stan. Well, it doesn't take very long for them to figure out that somebody is taking the tall geese. And uh, Zex tries to stop Otto, but Otto just goes in, gladly sacrifices himself, and does the job. <clears throat> With that completed, Zex returns to his old stomping ground, takes a look at uh, a literal portrait of a ruined country, actually a portrait of the previous monarch of said country, who's, uh, wouldn't you know it, it's his father, the late Peacecraft. Honestly, though, it looked a bit old to be his father. Like, his baby's father was really old. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah, probably. Well, he admits to the painting that his hands are too stained with blood to revive the Saint Kingdom, known for their pacifism. But then, wouldn't you know it, he finds a little booklet on the ground, opens it up, and it's a picture of his young sister. And who is that sister, you ask? Why, it's Relina. But she doesn't know that. Not yet. <laughs> Of course. Well, she does know that she is a descendant of the Peacecrafts. So, there's that. They've been dropping these little nuggets here and there. <clears throat> okay, it's time for Oz to dupe the Gundams again. Because now they are trying to transport their Taurus mobile suits to uh, their base in Siberia. And they have set up two routes to try and trick the Gundams into a trap where they are hoping uh, Zex Marquis in the Tall Geese will be able to take out the Zero One Heroes Gundam. <laughs> this is all an elaborate ruse by Lady Un, who is set yet another trap for the Gundams. <clears throat> Duo and Catra end up on the ground road, and uh, Hero and Troa are on the aerial route, and Wufei is licking his wounds somewhere. <laughs> what a putz. <clears throat> he's got to restore his honor. Well, he's not going to do it by just sitting around <laughs> while the others are doing the mission. Yes. Well, ultimately, they get exactly what they wanted because the Zero One ends up heading the same route as the Tall Geese, and Hero and Zex have quite a duel. And it gets interrupted by a very crafty Lady Un who threatens to destroy the space colonies using missiles from a space fortress barge. 
unless the Gundam pilots surrender. What a dirty, dirty thing to do. And even Zex is pretty darn appalled by it. Lady Un just needs to take a chill pill. She's like constantly on edge. Yeah. Like, lady, you don't have to kill the Gundams in like five minutes. You can take your time. Jeez. She also does not seem to uh, appreciate Zex or Noin in particular. Kind of tries to push Noin around in this episode. Gives her uh, quite a slap for some insubordination. And, you can't have a Gundam series without a slap, though. I mean, uh, this wouldn't be the first one in this series, even. <laughs> Ironically, the previous one was from uh, Noin smacking one of her soldiers. Oh, like, yeah, it was. I didn't raise soldiers that couldn't handle their own suits. That was a pretty good slap. I'd rate it like 8 out of 10. Yeah, it was, it was definitely a good slap. Later on, people get punched in the face. Uh, more of that later, for sure. <clears throat> so, now the Gundams are kind of like, well, what do we do? We we can't keep attacking if she's going to threaten the colonies. But thankfully, they get a transmission from Dr. J. And uh, three of the Gundam pilots are like, who's this guy? And Hero's like, oh, it's Dr. J. <laughs> Which goes to show that only he knows who Dr. J is. So Dr. J responds and agrees to surrender, but refuses to hand over the Gundams. And with that, Hero realizes exactly what he means. And rather than to continue fighting with Zex, he steps out on his little platform thing, presses the button... And blows his Gundam sky high. Now, the more I think about this, the more I start to wonder, couldn't Hero have just moved away from the Gundam and then blew it up? Yeah, but he didn't really want to live. That is a fair point. He's pretty emo. <laughs> he doesn't want them to get any information out of him. He, he's been trying to kill himself constantly. <laughs> He must die for his true love, the mission. Exactly. Exactly. So Hero goes flying and hits the ground pretty hard. He's got a nice puddle of blood behind him, and he, he's got quite the look on his face. <clears throat> and Troa decides to scoop him up, and Zex lets them go because he doesn't want to fight them in that state. And I gotta say, it, it's good that Troa took Hero, but I mean, could you do something gentler than hold him in your mobile suit's hand? I was good. I was like, wouldn't that just crush Hero's bones? Especially once Troa's outside of the suit and he's got the got the heavy arms on his truck and he's driving away, and Hero's still just. In the hand of the heavy arms. <laughs> uh, Plus, when you think about it, it's probably pretty dangerous for him to be outside the mobile suit when the mobile suit's moving mm-hmm. at that speed. Yeah, definitely. Well, he did kind of walk away slowly. Kinda. Sorta. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, yeah. So, that is uh, arguably the first really big moment in Gundam Wing if the uh, killing of the pacifist wasn't the first. That's probably the first two. So, the remaining Gundams are now forced to retreat, and once again, <laughs> Wufei, nowhere to be seen. <clears throat> However, it's not going to be that easy to retreat, as the Oz troops have uh, really made it quite difficult to escape and for the uh, ground path, at least. So, Duo and Catra meet up and Catra's like, well, we're gonna make it through this sandstorm to use as cover. You want to come with us? And Toa's like, yeah, sounds like a good idea. So Catra, Duo, and the Magunak Corps, that's what they're actually called. Again, I just like to call them the winners. <laughs> but they didn't exactly win this time. So they're now the losers? I wouldn't go that far. It was it wasn't necessarily a loss, more like a draw. The stalematers. The stalematers. <laughs> yes, exactly. <clears throat> exactly. So they go to their base in the desert and they literally have like this hidden base in the desert. Just comes up from the sand. It's pretty cool. And Duo was like, whoa, whoa. Where are we going, guys? You know where this is? It was like, oh, this is our base. Oh, it's your base. Should have guessed. <laughs> so they go to the base, which is actually connected to a lovely little city out in the desert where they are having a festival to celebrate the return of the 40 Maguanak soldiers cool <laughs> and the uh, dancers <laughs> a couple of those guys that we've seen more than a few times kind of get pulled away by the dancers like oh you don't have to tell me to us i'm coming <laughs> but catcher and duo want to have a little chit chat so <laughs> I'm just kind of amused by uh, they're in this room and then Katja props open a window, like the sh the shutter on the window. And he's like, all right, now we can talk. It's like, well, you couldn't talk unless you opened the window. <laughs> Are you sure you want anybody to be able to hear? Maybe he wants people to hear. Oh, maybe. <laughs> he wants people to be able to hear him scream when Duo tries to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know he trusts Troa Troa doesn't talk much Duo talks a lot therefore he is not trustworthy <laughs> oh but Duo describes himself as I may run and hide but I never tell a lie sounds like Duo yeah <laughs> a true man of honor <laughs> oh I didn't even mention that uh, Duo and Hero end up transferring to the same school and we get like this little moment where they're playing basketball and showing off. Oh yeah. <laughs> and all these groupie girls are like, 
duo hero you're so cool duo's like come on wave come on hero oh oh fine be there wave <laughs> hero doesn't want their praise <laughs> nah man hero doesn't want their praise he's a strong independent soldier <laughs> and by the way rulina finds hero pretty much immediately <laughs> Part of me thinks that she just has, like, a tracking device on him at this point. Huh. Maybe. Maybe. And that girl just must not have anything on her plate, because she can just go and do whatever. Don't you have school? I'm not entirely sure if she, like, transferred schools, too, or if she just hung out with those other girls at that school enough, because they seemed really familiar with her. Yeah, like, we haven't seen her, like, actually in school for a while. Like, she's just been near Hero's school. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. No. Yeah. So, when Duo and Hero splitsville for the previous mission, all the girls are like, Relina, we have to tell you. It's like... Did Hero already leave? Yeah, we didn't even get a chance to become friends with Duo and Hero. <sighs> yeah, all the girls love him. But yeah, also, those school uniforms make me think that it's like a culinary school. <laughs> At least the girls' ones, because they got like the they got the white chef-looking shirt, and then they got. Like the ascot. Definitely seemed like a chef outfit. Interesting choice. Interesting choice. <clears throat> but yeah, getting back to uh, Duo and Catra having their chit chat, they uh, basically confirm with each other all right, there's five of us. We're all on the same mission. Each of us has a Gundam built by somebody else. And. Um, the job is to defeat Oz. Don't worry about the colonies. Destroy Oz. But they have a bit of a dilemma because they can't exactly fight in their Gundams because the colonies might get, you know, might be used as a target again. Not, not good. Real pickle they're in. And uh, by the way, Oz has decided to uh, kind of bring troops into the area, this little town, with the uh, lie that they are just trying to refuel and stuff, and and they need water <clears throat> and food or whatever. But really, they are uh, set us up the bomb. They've set up about, I think it was like 20 bombs throughout the city and that has more or less forced the hand of the Magwana Corp who go out to fight Oz as Duo and Ketra fly away in a carrier they do pretty well against Oz but they're struggling a little bit until Duo decides to open up the hatch and fire a rocket and take out the rest of them Good job, Duo. <laughs> Good thing nobody saw you, or nobody lived to tell the tale. <laughs> I 
they're probably a little overly concerned about the whole colonies thing because uh, I, I don't I, I don't think Trace Goes Renata would want Lydion to do that again. Probably not. <laughs> kind of gave her a, a, a tell-off through Noin at the end of that. She's like, be more graceful. I love how she basically acted like Trez on that point too. Like she was like having the whole like uh vocal tone to it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> hmm <clears throat> Right. Also in this uh post the battle, Zex decides to gather up the remains of the Zero One Wing Gundam and take it back to the uh uh, what base was that? Uh, Lake Victoria. That's right. Lake Victoria. Oh, yeah. Lego totally gave some shade to the Lake Victoria base. <laughs> Which uh, did did not make Noin happy. <laughs> like, hmm, we don't trust the Lake Victoria base. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> Because these Toro suits are very troublesome things, as they can uh, they they can be operated remotely, and they're also AI can learn from the battle. And Doctor J was concerned that even though the pilot might want to stop the battle, the machine might override the pilot, and that could be very bad. You know, typical. Machines, not obeying their masters, situation, yeah, no good. <clears throat> and also, uh, during all of this, Verlina decides to sneak into a fancy party in Moscow, where Lady Un is a guest, and uh, tries to kill her by pulling out a gun and shooting her and if she was aiming for the rose great shot but she wasn't <laughs> at that range there's no reason she should have missed like that that is just a bad shot yeah pretty much <laughs> and so she runs off and uh uh relina had had just met one of her family's uh old associates and he ends up kind of holding them off long enough for her to get away. I love in this moment he's like, Relita has like has like inspired all of us. And he's like, I wish I could have done that. I'm like, you wish you would have shot that uh, Lady On instead? Like, okay, cool. <laughs> that might have gone badly for you. <clears throat> Yeah, just gonna commit a war crime. Very heroic. <laughs> mm hmm. So, as Relina's running away, it's not looking good as she's tracked down. And then, wouldn't you know it, Noin shows up and takes custody of her. But that whole thing plays out rather peculiar. <laughs> They uh, back the the soldiers back talk her at first, and then she shoots one of them 
and knocks off his hat and says, this is an order from His Excellency. Oh, okay, never mind then. Did, did you really have to shoot his hat off? But then she does something even more peculiar when Relina's like, well, you're my enemy too, aren't you? And she shoots the hat and shoots off the uh, emblem on the hat. What, what, is it supposed to be symbolic? Why? <laughs> I think you're trying to make a point, but it, I, I think we're all just confused. Plus, like, one of the gunshots, like, create more attention. Oh, yeah. I mean, she's shot twice. <laughs> Definitely can draw attention. But I, I guess it just works out because no one takes her into custody and everything's fine. Yeah. Easy breezy. Yeah. Easy breezy. And if you haven't watched Keep Your Hands Off Isaacin, watch it. Very good. You'll understand the easy breathing thing once you watch it. <clears throat> and that last episode was called The Whereabouts of Happiness. And the whole time I'm like, oh, this nice city. Is this where happiness is? How about this party? Is this where happiness is? As soon as a party happened, I'm like, I bet she's not going to stay at this party. I think there's no happiness. Relina ditching parties is uh, <laughs> is a very common thing. Very common thing. Okay, that's uh, that about covers it. Do you have any additional thoughts? No, not really. I mean, I guess overall, the stretch of episodes was pretty okay. I mean... I think I'm still pretty, like, biddling on Gundam Wing. But, hey, at least it looks pretty. That, that's that's a bright side. At this point, I'm starting to notice the reused animation more and more. Like, lots of reused explosions. Lots of reused shots. Like, there's this great shot of the Zero One sliding in using a shield. And I know that they reused that. There's, uh, every time that the zero one pulls out the beam saber it's the same shot <laughs> i mean it's a good shot so may as well milk it i honestly don't really have a problem with that it's actually fairly clever how they've managed to edit things so it doesn't really look like it's been reused but yeah, like they're definitely saving time where they can but like yeah, i mean i guess as a whole for like an older gundam show it's not it's not anywhere near as bad as it could be. Oh, for sure. I mean, they're dealing with a show that's going to run 49 episodes. It's probably a good idea to reuse some assets. <laughs> for sure. But uh, overall, the show's fairly aesthetically pleasing and uh, definitely has its big moments. And yeah, I'm not really sure how I feel about it yet. But... I'm seeing more why I really enjoyed this back in the day. And also not remembering about half of it or more. <laughs> like I remember certain key things, but boy, howdy, I do not remember a lot of this, which, you know, it's been 20 years. <laughs> yeah. And like quite a lot happens in the show. Like, in terms of just, like, 
pure plot because like there's so many info dumps. Oh yeah. Every now and then you get this long-winded speech about this thing or that thing. The Alliance, Oz, the Sank Kingdom. <laughs> and then it's just like, okay, well, what's the point in all this? Like, what what are we getting to? Yeah, in an upcoming episode, there's just uh, uh, some small area where th- there's like a uh self-governed country and they go into the whole backstory of that like okay <laughs> sure why not more info dumps more info dumps and some big reveals and big moments and so far them Gundam boys are are really screwing up a lot <laughs> They sure are. They've literally made the situation like a hundred times worse than when they started. If anything, they they almost feel like the villains at this point. <laughs> no, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, they literally killed the pacifists. Yep. That's a big one. Now, now, let's not say they. It was just Hero. <laughs> okay, I'm fine. Hero killed the pacifist. Everyone else just watched. Yep. Good job about that. <laughs> Good job about that. <clears throat> oh, I don't think I actually mentioned that uh, within this span of episodes, Oz actually takes over. They start uh, attacking various alliance bases and freeing various uh, countries that are governed by the alliance and just have themselves a nice coup d'etat. Can't go wrong with a good coup. Uh, Maybe. (laughs) There's even a point where Zex is like, not much is going to change. Why are we even fighting? (laughs) That's a good point, Zex. That's a very good point. (laughs) Also, Noin, as we were introduced to her, mentions that she doesn't like war. She doesn't want to fight and cause more destruction. But in the episode when they're sieging, she just opens up a can on some poor sap. And one of her subordinates has to be like, Noin, please stop. And then she's like, this all seems a bit bloody. Well, well, yeah. <laughs> you don't say. I wonder why. You, uh, you, you could, you could tone it down a notch. <laughs> maybe, maybe she's, she, uh, you know, she's just dealing with some, uh, pent up emotion from when, Wu Fei totally stomped her. <laughs> Possibly. <clears throat> Maybe she needs to go to the middle of the nowhere, middle of nowhere, like Wu Fei, and just yeah. like meditate or something. Yeah. Maybe. Okay, I think that'll do it. 
This one's coming out a little bit late uh, due to various circumstances, and uh, sorry about that. We'll try to be uh, a little faster. I'm saying that as I have uh, really, really struggled to post the uh, the group watch tweets on time this week. It's been uh, it's been a real mess, but uh, I hope you bear with me, and uh, hopefully we'll get back on track. So until next week, I've been Sketch, and I have accepted all missions. And I've been V-Lord, and long live King Zax! King Zax!